Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. On this podcast, I help you learn how to feel healthy, look good, and plan a life you actually like in the midst of all the everyday chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And today's episode is a little bit different. I'm going to sit down just kind of like one-on-one with you guys first and talk about some updates in my life, hopefully some encouragement to you guys too for when you face those seasons when something just needs to shift or you need to take on new things or you need to rethink things. And so we are going to kind of talk about all of that today and what I am doing in my life currently, making some big changes, especially as we are headed into this school year. And then to kind of cap that off, I sat down with each of my daughters. So Emerson is 11 and Eliana is eight. And we talked about what they're looking forward to in this school year, how we are setting goals for them, how we are thinking about routines with them, the way I've communicated those things to them, talking about, you know, some middle school things with my 11-year-old. She's headed into sixth grade this year, so it's a whole different world. Our city just recently changed over to putting sixth grade into the middle schools, so she is having a middle school experience this year, and we talked about a lot of those different things, and I hope you hearing the conversations I have with my girls will maybe help you to be inspired about how you can have conversations with your kids about study skills and planners and, you know, all of those kinds of things that I absolutely love. And for those of you who are like, I don't even know how to get them started with it, or how do I talk with them about their goals or whatever? Well, here's just an example of one of the ways that I do it with my kids, and you get to hear those conversations. So before we get into all of the goods of this episode, though, I have something I've been teasing out for a little while that I am very excited about that is going to be coming out in about two weeks On August 23rd, I am doing a podcasting masterclass. Okay, this is going to be a three-hour, one-day event where I am going to come on live with you ladies and answer all of your podcasting questions. People have been submitting questions to me, everything from like, what gear do I get, to how do I host it, to how do I edit it, to like all of the things. We're going to go into like really good ideas about how to interview people so that your interviews don't sound like everybody else's interviews on the podcast because a lot of times in podcasting you end up interviewing a lot of the same people as other people do. So how you can make your interviews stand out. We're going to talk about marketing and making money off your podcast and what that takes and when you can do that. So the way it's going to be broken down is it's going to start at 9 a.m. Pacific and we're going to do about 40 minutes of teaching followed by 10 minutes of questions. It's going to be on Zoom. You can either type in your questions or you can come on the camera, but you don't have to come on camera. That is not required for that day. If you do not want to do that, it's totally fine. So we're going to do that 40 minutes of teaching, about 10 minutes of questions, and then we'll take a 10 minute break. And then we'll start again at 10 o'clock and we'll have another session. And then we'll start again at 11 o'clock and we'll have another session. So all these are Pacific times. You have to figure out your time zones. But you can go to MackenzieCoppa.com slash podcast masterclass. And that is where you can sign up for this event. It is a paid event because I am going to be packing it with all of the podcasting information that I have learned over the last eight years of podcasting. So even though I don't have like a raging huge podcast like some of these celebrities and whatnot, I do have a podcast that is maintained for that many seasons and still makes me money every single month. So if you want to get in there, you want to be able to ask your questions and get answers to all of the things that I have learned over these years, I can't wait to share them with you. Go again to mckenziecoppa.com slash podcast masterclass. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to get in there with all of you guys and just 
get into all the nitty gritty and the details about podcasting and really be able to answer your questions in real time. There will be a playback sent to people who aren't able to make it live, but the live session is where like all the goods are really going to be. And I really hope you are able to get in there. So again, head over to mckenziecoppacom slash podcast masterclass. Okay, now let's dive into what is going on in my life recently. So we have been in a season of a lot of stress for quite a while now. I would say this past year has been one of the most stressful. Just so many things going on, so much court, so much financial stress, especially because of all of that court stuff. A lot of things happening with the kids and things constantly changing and a lot of drama and hard things, just hard, hard things. And I have been trying to shift and trying to figure out, okay, what's going to work? Because business has changed a lot, especially in the past three and a half years or so. I think a lot of us are aware of that. And I have just been in this place of going like, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the things that I've always done or change them a little bit to make them work better or do what the YouTube videos tell me to do to try to make things work. And it's just not fitting. It's just not happening. And so that has been just like a a brick wall I've been beating my head against. Like, how do I make things a little bit easier for us? How do I make our life feel less stressful and be better? And so probably about three or four months ago, Katie and I were talking and she mentioned that the gal that she gets her lash extensions done from teaches classes sometimes and helps other women learn how to become lash extension artists. And Katie was like, is that something you would ever consider? And at the time I was like, yeah, maybe. That sounds like it could be kind of fun. I've always loved beauty. You guys know I talk about beauty things. I'm obsessed with skincare and all that kind of stuff. I've always loved makeup ever since I was little. And so it's been something that I kind of have had rolling around in the back of my head. Like, oh, would that maybe be a possibility? Well, then about a month ago, Katie's lash gal, who isn't her lash gal anymore, because as you guys know, Katie moved to Indiana, which has been another thing (laughs) that we have been dealing with. My best friend is gone. Roman's best friend is gone because one of Katie's sons is Roman's best friend. So, I mean, there have just been shifts in everything in our life, pretty much. There is nothing that hasn't been touched by change in the past, you know, year and especially maybe these past like six months or so. So anyway, Katie's old lash gal announced that she was doing a training. And so Katie sent it to me and she was like, "Okay, here's the opportunity. Are you going to do it? Do you want to do it? And I was like... Yeah, I think this is the time. I think it is the right time to take on a little bit different venture and still maintain a lot of the things that I have been doing, but um, condense them in a different way as I'm like actually doing my work and then really try to add in this other not only income source, but chance to be around people. (laughs) So you guys, I haven't worked outside the house in 18 years, like since I was pregnant with Roman was the last time I had a job outside the home. And I love getting out and being around people. I am just one of those people who really enjoys, like I'm an extrovert to the core. I feel more energized when I'm around other people and I engage with them. It makes me feel more inspired and more on top of everything else that I'm doing when I have somewhere that I'm going and I get all of those things done and then I come back home. And so Katie, you know, we were talking about it and she said that she completely agreed that she thought this opportunity would be a game changer for me in so many ways because not only would it be different just with my business and like adding in this new business venture, but she thinks that it's going to help my podcast and help me to network with other people and have new ideas for what I'm going to bring to the online space and the work that I do here. And so all the way around, it just felt like, okay, yeah, it is the time. And that is really saying something because it is a difficult time to be taking on something new, but it just felt like you either do or it's it's all going to go up in flames and we're going to have to give up our house and move in with my parents and like we're we're just it's going to have to be the time to do it. And since I made that decision to move forward with this, I have been so blown away by how things have been falling into place. And 
don't get me wrong. I still have my moments, especially since having learned how to do it. I went to my training. I'm done with my training already, and I'm actually starting working on models and starting to build a clientele before I'm going to be working actually out in Idaho. So I live in eastern Washington, but I'm going to be going over to Idaho and working in a salon over there. And so I'm working on building that clientele and everything. But there are my moments when I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like harder than I thought it would be. I don't know. I'm super intimidated. Like, can I do this? And I just have to like put those thoughts out of my head and decide, no, I am going to be good at this. I don't know if any of you guys saw that meme that was floating around, I don't know, a week or two ago. And it was like a guy talking to himself like back and forth. And he was like, I'm going to take on this new hobby. And then he says to himself, you do know that taking on a new hobby means you have to be bad at it for a while before you get good at it. And the guy goes, never mind, I don't want to take on the new hobby. <laughs> and that I resonate with that because I like to be good at stuff like right off the bat. And while I do think I have a knack for these kinds of things, you know, I grew up doing little crafting things like beading and stuff that was like really intricate with wire work and pliers and, you know, like doing all those kinds of things, making earrings and bracelets and necklaces and whatever. Like I like that little intricate kind of work, it's still intimidating when you're like doing it on a person. You know, that is a whole different level. But as I'm getting into it and as I'm starting to do it, I'm getting more and more excited about it. I love pulling together all the organization of it and the marketing and all of the forms that you have to have filled out. And I'm figuring out how to do it all digitally and get myself all organized. And it is so exciting to be taking on a new venture. It's really really breathing a new life into me that I feel like has been sucked out of me for a really long time. Okay, ladies, so this summer I've been really trying to make our cooking very simple and clean because I just don't have the energy for anything else. And I want to make sure that the food is as good for us as possible. We've been making some really loaded pasta salads, which have been amazing. I've also been just like making a bunch of chicken that I season really well with like paprika and a little bit of mustard powder and garlic and onion and like all that kind of yummy stuff and throwing it all together and then we'll just have it with like some rice and veggies or like something really simple and I've been doing all of that with my caraway cookware because it is so versatile. I have their saute pan and their Dutch oven, and I can use those for pretty much all the cooking I do. Roman makes his eggs in there in the morning. It's just the perfect pans for everything, and I love knowing that they don't have any forever chemicals. They are completely clean. They have a nonstick, chemical-free ceramic coating that makes it so easy to not only cook your food because everything isn't sticking in there while you're cooking it, but cleanup is also so easy, which has been another really important part of keeping things simple this summer. My kids have really been incorporated into the whole like clean up thing. And when they are able to clean the pots and pans and I don't have to worry about it and it's really easy for them to do, it just makes such a difference in our very busy life. I love these pans for so many reasons, not to mention the fact that they look beautiful in my kitchen. I have the cream versions of these pans and they are just perfect. They like embody my own aesthetic. You can get pans in whatever color is you your vibe. And it's just so fun to have your cookware not only work really well and be really clean, but also give the kind of look that you want in your kitchen. And they've even taken it a step farther because they provide an organization system for your pans and lids. So you don't have to stack them all on top of each other or try to find a rogue lid. It just all fits together so nicely. They've thought of everything and created these amazing pans that you can use for all the things. So if you want to make your cooking simple, clean, and aesthetic as well, without any of those hard-to-pronounce chemicals leaching into your healthy foods, then you're going to want to visit carawayhome.com LWA to get 10% off your next purchase. That's 10% off at carawayhome.com LWA or use the code LWA at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. 
It's also been really fun to share with my daughters, as you'll kind of hear in my conversation with Emerson in a minute. Um, But showing them and even, you know, my sons as well, what it takes to take on something new and to learn a new skill and that it's never too late and that you can decide that you want to change things and you want to incorporate new things. And you'll also hear a lot about this in my conversation next week, which is with Jamie Nato, which was like perfect timing. And I can't wait for you guys to hear that episode because her new book is so good. And it just really hit home with where I'm at right now because she talks a lot in that book about going back and thinking about the things that you loved when you were little and letting your ambitions and things that you're doing today kind of be guided by those things that you were naturally drawn to when you were sort of at like your most pure. And along with acting, which I did at a very young age, and that has led me into, you know, my voiceover work and all of that, I also loved makeup. I loved makeup and I loved skin stuff. And that was always a huge draw for me. And so in some ways, this feels like a a coming home. You know, we've joked in the last six months of like, should I just go back to school and become a lawyer? Like, because I spend enough time at the courthouse and I've learned a lot about the law in the past six years. Like, maybe I should become a lawyer. But you know what? That sounds really not fun to me. Like, really not fun. Do I think I'd probably be good at? Yeah, I, I probably would be a pretty good lawyer at this point. But do I want to be? No, I do not. Does the thought of doing lashes on people and then also maybe getting into like the makeup realm of things and doing more of that and talking more about skincare and also wellness from the inside out. I'm really excited to be talking more on this platform and in real life with people about all the things that we can be doing on the inside and the supplements we can be taking and the ways that we can be taking care of ourselves so that our skin really shows that. And our beauty comes from like this inside radiance because we are taking care of ourselves really well. And so I look at it like even though it's lashes, I still have this very like holistic perspective on beauty and being able to talk about those things. And, you know, I've heard people say like, oh, now that you're going to be doing lashes, are you going to have an Instagram account that is just devoted to lashes? And I kind of toyed with that for a while, but I decided, you know what? I have always had these more eclectic interests and brought kind of like everything together. And that's really my sweet spot. That's what I love is sort of giving the lifestyle part of all of it. And so I am not going to niche down in that way against the popular philosophy that that's what I should be doing. Instead, I am just going to continue bringing it all to you guys from a perspective of being a good friend. Like, I want to be a good friend to you guys. I want to be a good friend to my clients in real life. And I tell my good friends the things that I love and the things that I'm using and the things that I'm learning. And we talk about those things. And so that is what I am looking at my platform as because I have really been trying to figure out how to niche down to make my, you know, online presence more effective and whatever. And at least right now, I don't know if it'll change in the future, but at least for right now, I'm kind of throwing that advice out the window. And I'm saying, no, I I really want to be like the best friend online who is trying the things and doing the stuff and sharing with you what I'm doing, what's working, what's not working, and let it be that. <laughs> so I will still, obviously, I'm still going to be teaching the podcasting masterclass. And I have the Live Well Planned course that is soon also going to be available to just be able to purchase whenever you want to, to be able to go through that class. I also have the back to school toolkit that is for sale in my shop at mckenziecoppacom slash shop. If you haven't checked that out yet, you guys, can I just say it's pretty amazing? Like it is so good. It is going to take you through every single part of getting ready for back to school. All the things that you might not necessarily be thinking about or you don't want to have to try to figure out yourself. It's got a workbook that walks you every step of the way. It's also got the ultimate back to school checklist of things that you need to do and get ready and also get that you might not be thinking about. Like, you know, medicine for when your kid's inevitably get sick. You know, I've got like all of those kinds of things are on that checklist. Plus, there's a Trello board template that is full with information and places for you to put everything regarding school and activities. You have it all together in one spot and a really cute little customizable Canva template where you can make a student poster to put on your fridge or your back door that's got 
all of your kids' routines and what activities they have which days of the week. You could even put their student ID number on there so you don't lose it like I do 30,000 times a year. So it's got it all in one place all of the things that you need for a really great price, you can head over to mackenziecoppacom slash shop again to find that there. So I have those kinds of things that I feel like, okay, you know, like I've pulled together some really good resources here that can be really helpful to people. But I also, more than anything, just want to be your guys' friend. And I just want us to have like that sort of relationship between listener and podcaster and, you know, all of that. I'm just, I'm excited to just kind of like, let the pressure go and show up in a way that just feels really authentic and fun and bring you guys along this journey as I'm taking on this whole new part of my career. And it's also going to be fun too because, and I know some people wouldn't think this is fun, but it's going to be fun to me to organize my life now that I will be out of the house a lot of days of the week. And so I'll be sharing those processes with you guys. Like I'm going to be ordering groceries hopefully a lot more and incorporating different kinds of meal planning and all of those kinds of things so that I can feed my family when I've been gone all day long instead of being home and how we're going to make our home routines work and, you know, like how I'm going to be able to structure our day and our weeks to still be able to get everything done because the podcast is still going to be here. I still have aspirations that I want to be getting on YouTube. I want to be showing up on Instagram more as I'm just like kind of letting all the pressures of how you're supposed to do it go and just showing up in an authentic way. I still have all of these things that I'm doing. I'm still doing voiceover work. Like I'm still doing all of that. I just I'm going to have to be very conscientious about how I use my time and when I'm doing what things so that I can get everything done. And I actually think I'm going to be a lot more productive and a lot more effective in the way that I use my time. Because I know that like when I was back in high school and I had very limited amounts of time because I was in seven classes and doing the school play and had a job and like was in a performance troupe and all of the things, I actually was very effective with my time. And I think that tends to be true for me. The more busy I am, the more I have going on, the more efficient I am. And so when I have kind of these large white space times to be filling, it's a lot harder for me to be as productive as I want to be. But when I have like deadlines and very specific amounts of time to get things done, it's like that drive kicks in and I just make stuff happen. And so I'm really looking forward to what this fall is going to be, what changes are going to come to our life and all the new people that I'm going to meet. So if you happen to live in Eastern Washington or Northern Idaho and you want your lashes done, hit me up, send me a DM and I will connect you and we can get together and do your lashes over in Post Falls, Idaho. I know it's as hokey as it sounds, but the place I am doing it at is really cute. It's a really great salon. It's got a little boutique with it as well. So it's just a really fun space to be. And I can't wait to be meeting hopefully some of you and just lots of new people and what that is going to bring to this space as well. Ladies, Summer is the worst time to suffer with an uncomfortable bra. Am I right? I mean, they just get all bunchy and when you've got an underwire, it's so uncomfortable. And personally, I've been really trying to get away from underwires lately. I've just been not wanting to have, you know, that restriction and allow the blood flow and all the good stuff. And so I have been on the hunt for a really great bra that it was going to be supportive while also being comfortable. And Honey Love is just the ticket. Their bras are so comfortable, you'll forget you're even wearing one. Their bestseller crossover bra is sure to be your new go-to. This bra gives all the support of a traditional bra without any of the underwires. Plus, the mesh detailing adds a little touch of sexiness. And the way that Honey Love's bras are designed, they make sure they have that back smoothing fabric so you don't have any of that bra bulge that can happen. They've really thought of everything with their bras. Another thing that I really appreciate them is they don't give you the uniboob. You you know what I'm talking about. It's really not the most flattering to have just one big one. And so they have developed their non-underwire bras to make sure they still have shape. You know, that you just you want a bra that's actually going to take the place of the more uncomfortable bras and do all the things that you want it to do. And that is what Honey Love does. 
And Honeylev does so much more than just bras. They also have incredible shapewear, tanks, leggings for everyday support, all the good things to make you feel your best in your clothes. So treat yourself to the best shapewear and bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash livewell. Use my exclusive code to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash livewell. You'll be cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot mama season thanks to Honeylove. All right, now let's jump into my conversation with Emerson, where we talk about the changes that she is facing with her sixth grade year. And we also talk about how she is looking forward to my changing career as well. Welcome, Emerson. Hi. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. So am I. We thought it would be fun to have you come on the show because we have a lot of different things about this coming school year and there's a lot that's going to be changing and a lot of fun new opportunities and ways that we're going about things that I think are a little bit different than we've done in the past. So I get questions about how I do things with my kids and so I thought I'd just have you on and we can talk about how we're doing it, right? How we're preparing? Yep. So you are now 11 and you're starting middle school. You're going into sixth grade. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm super excited. You're super excited. And what do you feel like is going to be different about this year versus all the other years? A lot more homework. A lot more homework. Yes, that is true. I do think there's going to be a lot more homework, but what else? What else is different? Um, I won't have to wait outside for the cold mornings. That is nice. You get to go just like right into the school, huh? Yeah. That will be nice for both of us because I get to drop you off on the other side of the school, which is helpful. But you're going to have periods like you're switching between classes all day long and all that kind of thing. So it's definitely like it's different. It's the middle middle school experience. You have a lock for a locker. Yeah. You've had lockers before, but not like this. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. But I think we've been talking a lot lately, too, about like how we're planning this year, like how we're trying to put more in your hands about being responsible and using a planner and tracking things so that you can really stay on top of things. You have some goals you've set for yourself for this year. Yeah. Tell me about them. Um, well, they're mainly just to like be productive and get my homework done, but like... I have goals to, like, um, practice cello at least once a day for, like, 30 minutes and to have my homework done before I do anything else in the day after school and to um, pack my lunch and bag the night before school starts, Yeah, like, the night before we I go to school. And those were a lot of things. I mean, we've talked about a lot of those things in the past when we've been preparing for other school years, but you really came to me and said, I want to be on top of these things this year. I want to be organized about this stuff because we know we've experienced the times when we've gotten our stuff together the night before and when we haven't. (laughs) There's a big difference between the two, and I think you feel that. And you're at an age now where, like, you're recognizing that more and you're able to see, like, oh, these things really make a difference and I like my mornings better or I like my life better when I'm staying on top of stuff. And a big thing with that has been, like you were saying, deciding sort of, like, what your routine after school will be, what you're going to get done, whether you're going to wait or not, but also even knowing what you need to get done is a big part of that, which is writing things down and using a planner, which has been something you haven't really liked this last school year, right? Yeah. And why didn't you like using the planner that your school gave you? Um, Because it was really boring and the planner just like didn't really, it didn't look aesthetic. And so it just was hard to look at because it looked, it was just like, uh, now I have to do all this homework in this not very cute planner. Yeah, but even this year, we've had a little bit of a hard time finding a planner that fits your aesthetic because you have a very specific way that you like your colors of things to be. You like a lot of neutrals or soft tones, and that is not what a lot of the planners look like. (laughs) Or we'll find a planner that maybe has sort of the colors but doesn't really fit the purposes that we want it to. So what did we end up deciding 
to do? Um, we decided that you're going to teach me to bullet journal. Yeah. I'm going to do it in a bullet journal. And I think this is going to hopefully be a really good solution for you because you're always kind of wanting to go back over what you're doing, like make sure you're on top of it. And I feel like a bullet journal really allows you to do that because you make your list of things that you're going to do for that day and then you check them off and then whatever didn't get done for that day, you write again for the next day. So you're kind of like constantly getting in this rhythm of reviewing what you've done, reviewing reviewing what you still need to do. And I think that we can make that an effective way for you to remember what homework you have, remember what events you have coming up and all of that sort of thing. So I think it's going to be helpful as you are getting through your days. And I think that because you can add stickers and you can add washi tape or whatever it is you want, you can really customize it to you. And so you can make it look and feel exactly the way you want it to look and feel instead of being frustrated with it. Yeah. Because you, I almost convinced you to get a happy planner. <laughs> we were very close because they had one that had a layout that I really like. If, if any of your kids out there, they like like, colorful stuff I thought this one was very cute it was a mini happy planner they had it at Hobby Lobby and it was color blocked so it actually had like five different color blocks for each day which I thought oh that would be perfect for writing in the assignments of all the different classes but you were not into the color you did not want that much vibrancy that felt overwhelming to you and the last thing that I want to do is buy something that you don't actually like yeah I mean, I think we talk about that a lot, even with your clothes or a backpack or like anything that we invest in. I don't want to buy it for you unless what? Unless I love it. Unless you love it. That is a key thing for us that's like, why waste our money if you're not going to wear it? We've bought a lot of clothes in the past that you have not worn. Yeah. Right? I think we finally started to get to a place where you and I like, understand in our communication when we're shopping for clothes that I can kind of tell when you don't really love something even if you're like no I do I do I'm like no it needs to be like a full-on sell you know like you love it you would wear it every day if you could wear it like that's what I want to buy you and I think even though we like we whittled down your wardrobe to only a few pieces this last year, but it was stuff you loved and you wanted to wear over and over and over again. Definitely. Yeah. And so I think that was so great because especially like you are very particular about the way things fit and the way, you know, they feel on your body and stuff. I don't want to buy a bunch of stuff that you're unsure about because you just won't wear it. It just becomes frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been something we've been talking about and thinking about with everything that we've been getting, whether it's school supplies or clothes or whatever. We try to make sure that you get things you love. And so that's what we landed on with the planner is you didn't love it, even though I might have loved it, (laughs) but you're the one who has to use it. So we scrapped the idea and we decided to go with bullet journaling. And then if we get a month into the school year and that isn't working, then we'll regroup and we'll figure something else out. Right? We just, you have to keep evolving and trying to figure out what is going to work. Yeah. Now, you have middle school, so you're going to be really invested in obviously doing your work and your schoolwork. You're playing cello at school, but then you also have... Ballet. Ballet. So, this is a big year for ballet because you are supposed to be going up on point this year. There's a lot of work that you have to put into it. You are helping in younger classes this year. It's a big deal. But you've had some frustrations over the last couple of years of ballet where things haven't gone exactly the way you expected them to or you wanted them to that have been disheartening, like legitimately disheartening of no fault of your own. Yeah. But it's been hard to keep up like the enthusiasm for it when things kind of didn't go the way that you were hoping they would go. Yeah. Yeah. So after a hard year of ballet last year, what are we doing to try to make this year better? Um, having a better attitude. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. That would be helpful for sure. But we went through a whole process, right, mm-hmm. that we learned about 
to help you because I said, I want you, yeah, I want you to work hard. I want you to be a leader. I want you to have a good attitude. I want you to do all of those things. But that has to start with how you're thinking about ballet. And I want you to think, I love ballet. Ballet is so fun. And what did you say to me? I said, I don't, but why would I say that if it's not true? Because it has been true in the past, but the last year was so hard that it made it so that isn't true right now. And what did I say to that? You said, think it anyways, because even if you don't think that it's true right now, if you keep telling yourself that you love ballet, then it will get to the point where you actually do love it. Yeah, because what you think affects what? What you feel. What you feel, and then what you feel affects what? Your actions. Your actions, and then what do your actions affect? Your thoughts. Your thoughts again. So it's a big circle, and we actually wrote this all down, didn't we? Yeah. So we wrote down, first we did an example of all, like what could happen if you keep thinking like, ballet sucks <laughs> and I'm super frustrated and this isn't the way I wanted it to go and I feel like it's a waste of time and like if you thought all those things then that would lead to feelings of being um discouraged and oh I forgot annoyed and angry frustrated unhappy mm-hmm. yeah all of that which would then lead to actions that would look like what um like like not putting in much effort yeah and having a bad attitude in class and bringing down others with me yeah but then we did the whole cycle of if your thoughts were good thoughts so if you thought I enjoy ballet I love working hard I am so looking forward to this year. I want to be a leader in my class. Like, what do all of those thoughts then produce as far as feelings? Um, being accomplished, successful, um, happy, yeah, um, excited, excited, encouraging, yeah, encouraging to others, confident, mm-hmm. all of those things. Which then leads you to, like, doing what? What actions come out of those kinds of feelings? Um, actually being successful and having a good attitude and, um, like, calm, like, noticing others when they're doing really well because you're trying to be a leader and... Um, Encouraging them. Yeah, and that also leads to making more friends because... If you are have a bad attitude about it and like are telling people like this is just so dumb, then they're not gonna want to hang out with you. Yeah. Or like they're gonna think you're being really rude. But if you're like encouraging and like telling them that they did a really good job and like how you're excited for that coming year, then they will want to hang out with you more since you're being kinder. Yeah. And also, like, well, kind of like you were saying with the success, you're going to work harder. If you have a good attitude about it, you're going to develop a good reputation and you're going to end up enjoying it more, which then is going to lead those thoughts that you originally had to just make the choice to decide to think, right? That Mm -hmm. I enjoy ballet and I'm excited for this year and all those things. Those become true because... You started thinking them in the first place and then you felt a certain way and you had the actions that follow, which then made those things true to begin with. So it's like we really had to discuss that motivation isn't always there. Like a lot of times motivation is a myth and we just have to make the choice to think a different way or decide to do things a different way. Yeah. And it's not easy. No, it's not. No, but it's going to be really worth it because that was another thing that you were concerned about. Like, what if at some point you decide to not do ballet? What did I say? Because you were worried like it would all have been a waste. You said it wouldn't be a waste because it will make you into the human that you are and it's a good experience. Mm-hmm. And our experiences are all what makes us into the person 
that we become. It's like I danced for eight years and I don't think of those times as a waste because I met friends and I learned things that even though I'm not dancing now, I'm so glad that I learned how to do it. It's like one more skill that I acquired in my life and that's always valuable. It doesn't matter if you turn it into a career or you do it forever. It's the thing that you always want to do. It's still valuable to have had experiences. Heck, here's another good example. I played softball. (laughs) You know this. You know this. With Papa, my dad was the coach. I played softball for like four years, which was three and a half years too long (laughs) because... (laughs) I was not good at softball. I didn't enjoy softball. I don't like things flying at me. I don't like to catch things. I don't like sporting anything. Anything. But Papa was huge into sports and he was the coach. And eventually, Nana said to both of us, if you guys choose to do this again, I will not attend because I do not want to be around the two of you. Because on the way to the games, I would be saying like, can you just, can you put me at the very bottom of the roster, like the last person? And can I sit on the bench and do crafts? And then I'd be like making, you know, little flower crowns in the outfield and tap dancing. And he'd be going to Nana, is she tap dancing? Is she tap dancing out there? You know, like it was ridiculous. He would get frustrated, I would get frustrated, and she would get really frustrated with both of us. However, do you think that I look at that those years that I played softball as a waste? No. No, because it taught me something about myself. It taught me, guess what? I don't like sports. <laughs> and I have legitimately put in enough effort to know that I do not want to play them. I will support my children if they play them. I will watch them and cheer them on. But I am not a sports girl. And I have that from years of proof that I know. I tried. I tried. If I wouldn't have tried, I wouldn't have known. But I know that about myself. <laughs> I come by these other things that I do like and I do do well at very authentically. But I put in the effort. And even though it was ridiculous, we have these ridiculous stories that (laughs) we get to tell you guys that are so silly. And I'm not embarrassed by that. Like, it is who I was. And I (laughs) think it's fun to be able to share those stories with you guys and those experiences. So even though... I did not go on to play softball ever again. I don't even like kickball. Like I was even telling Papa just last night, like the only thing that I want to play because he was trying to convince me I'd be good at pickleball. I was like, first of all, you're wrong. I hate to break it to you. I am not athletic, dad. I never will be athletic. But I can handle about badminton. That is like the (laughs) level of intensity because it kind of floats. Unless you guys line drive it at my face, then I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah. But but anything that is harder than badminton that could be aimed at my facial region, I do not want to be a part of. So I know that about myself and I'm good with it. I'm good with it. But none of it is a waste. None of it is a waste. It's just like we were talking about Roman. He doesn't play basketball anymore. I don't view the years that he played basketball as a waste. Those were great experiences where he got to learn to be on a team and make friends and, you know, be under a coach and work really hard. And he can translate those skills into other places that he has to work hard. It's the same for you. You can translate the skills that you're using to work hard in ballet to school and to the cello and to anything else that you pursue in your life. Those same ideas about leadership that we were talking about and building people up and encouraging each other, you can definitely take those to school, right? We've had a lot of conversations, especially heading into middle school, about not being a mean girl and not, like, being friends with people who are being mean girls or like helping them to not be mean girls. Like everybody let's encourage each other to not be mean girls, you know, and having grace for other people and compassion for people who maybe have a harder time fitting in or all of those kinds of things. Because middle school is awkward and you guys are changing so much and there's so many new things in your life. So you got to have a ton of compassion with each other, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But we also have another pretty big difference this year. Like, you have your own personal differences that are happening. But what else is going to be different about our life? 
um, you're going to be out of the house more. Yeah, and that's going to be weird. So I'm going to have a job out of the house where normally I think you guys maybe until summer hits, I don't think you think I work. Because <laughs> even in the summer, you're like, what? What? You have to work again? Why? Well, if you'd like to still live here, if you'd like to eat food, then I do. I do have to work. <laughs> and you're joining with me today, working. Yeah. But it was kind of like a, like mom's just home all the time. But now, like, we all had to get lunch boxes because yeah. I'm going to be out of the house. And how does it feel different thinking that, like, I'm going to be going to work someplace other than our house? Um, really excited. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Because I feel like it's, like, a really good experience to have. Mm-hmm. Like, not just contained in the house, but to go out and, like, meet more people and make more friends. Yeah. I'm excited for that, too. Because it's been very isolating to just be in this house for as many years as I have been. And so I'm excited to get out. It's also going to kind of force me to have to be more organized about all of our stuff and really stay on top of it. Because I won't be able to throw in a load of laundry during the day or, you know, do the things that we normally do. Like, I've got to be on top of it and ready and make sure that we've got our food for the week and lunch is packed and like all of that stuff too. So I think it's going to be an interesting new challenge for us. Yeah. But I think we're all going to really benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? But you're excited for this year? Definitely. Are you, I will, well, I will say this. So I went and did my training for lashes this past weekend because that's this new endeavor that I'm taking on and you have been my sidekick through this process yeah and I've been impressed with like the questions that you've asked which was actually really helpful to me it was like you were my study buddy and I had to like go back over everything I'd learned the day before because you were asking me like all the things about it which I thought you would get bored I didn't think you'd be like as interested as you were but you have been it like in it every step of the way with me. Yep. What about what I'm taking on is so interesting to you? Um, just the different strategies that come with the creative, um, what do you call it? Like, like the process of doing it? Yeah. And all the different ways you can make the lashes look. And it's just really interesting. Yeah. And we've had a lot of new things we've had to get, too. Yeah. And you've been, like, so curious about every single little piece and how it's used and what all the things are for. And I I just have been surprised, I guess. I mean, I know you like makeup and skincare and all that stuff, just like your mama. (laughs) But I was surprised, like, the level of investment that you've had into this new thing that I'm learning. Yeah. Is it weird to have me, like, learning a whole new, like, part of my career? Um, It's weird, but it's also really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's fun particularly because it's, like, in the beauty industry or just that I'm doing something in general? I think that that's definitely part of it, but I think that it's, like, such a unique job and, I don't know, it's just really interesting. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really fun to talk with you about it and be able to show you all the different stuff. And it's always fun when somebody is interested in it to be like, oh, look what this does. And like, even before you left for the weekend, do you remember what you said to me about when I was going to pick you up Monday morning? I think so. I think I said, you're going to have to give me all the details like the first day of school when yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah. You're asking me. Yeah. But it was like the other way around. You were going to have to hear about my first day of school, which was so <laughs> funny. I thought that was really cute that you said that. But And you did, right? You got in the car and it was like, tell me all the things. Yeah. And then we got to go around and get some of the stuff that I needed. And I got to start explaining all the different things to you. So that was that was fun. 
Yeah. Yep. And then I also taped your eyelashes down, which yeah. isn't a weird thing. That's part of the process. That's one of the things I didn't <laughs> just tape her eyelashes for no reason. But that took us a while. Yeah. And you were you really wanted me to do it. You're like, I want you to practice on me, but I was like, uh, I don't know. And then I was so grateful that I did because it was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, thank goodness I'm only doing this on my kid. And it's not a client yet or I would be like so embarrassed. So I don't have to be embarrassed when it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fun year. We've got so much changing, so many new things about this year that are coming. And I'm excited. So am I. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Ladies, it's no secret over here that I am in love with skincare. I'm kind of obsessive about it, but also in the summer, I tend to scale things back a little bit. I only want to be using a couple of products to really get what I'm wanting out of my skin. I like it to be just like pretty simple and streamlined, but also be really effective. And that is why I'm so excited that I found one skin. You guys, this has been almost the only thing I have been using this summer, and I absolutely love it. OneSkin was founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists. That's what I'm talking about. They have over 15 years of experience studying the biology of aging. That's that's right, my sweet spot of what I'm wanting to hear from. So after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged skin cells, the main source of skin aging, and it has been found to actually reduce the biological age of skin by several years. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. I have been using it for, I think, two months now, morning and evening, and I am loving my skin. I feel hydrated. I feel like I have a really nice tightness and glow to my skin. It is really something. I I really have to say I'm enjoying this product. And unlike most other skincare products on the market, One Skin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. So when you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. It has been the perfect thing for me to put on under my makeup every morning and also to wear every night to feel super nourished and hydrated, and I think you're going to like it too. OneSkin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code LIVEWELL at OneSkin.com. Skin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code LIVEWELL. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Okay, that was it with Emerson. Isn't she so fun? She is just so sweet and goofy and also very much like her mama. So I think this is going to be a really fun year. And it was so fun to just talk with her and hear her perspective on things. And especially as she's getting older and more articulate, it was just a really good time. So now we are going to cap off this episode with a little interview with Eliana. It is much shorter than my conversation with Emerson, but I think it's really fun. And she's eight, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. But she also like is really starting to have her own thoughts about things, which is so fun when they get to that age where it's like, oh, you like know more. And you have like big thoughts about things that I didn't realize you were capable of. I always love when you kind of have that realization. So here is my conversation with Eliana. Welcome, Eliana. Hi. I'm so excited to have you chatting with me today. Same. So we're going to be talking about this coming school year, and we're going to have some different things going on and a little bit of different life stuff. Are you looking forward to this year? Yeah. And what are you looking forward to about being a third grader? Um, well, I know I'm going to go into, like, state testing and, like, some bigger and more challenging things. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking forward to that and... And to get and to get along with my new classmates and my new teacher. Yeah, and you might have an old teacher. Yeah, too. You might have your first grade teacher as your third grade teacher, which would be really exciting because mm-hmm. you really liked her, huh? Yeah. And she would, is going to just be blown away 
if you have her because you're like reading so well and you've grown so much. It's going to be like, what in the world? Eliana just like blossomed in the year that she didn't have you, huh? Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. And so you're excited for school. It's going to be a fun new challenge. You were really doing well by the end of last school year. So you've been reading a lot over the summer. I feel like this next year is going to be really good for you. But you also are starting a new activity. Do you remember? Tap? Tap. Yeah. So last year you did hip hop. The year before that you did contemporary, didn't you? I did. Yes. Yeah. And then you switched to hip hop this Uh last year. And now they're no longer offering hip-hop, even though you were, like, the queen of hip-hop at your studio. <laughs> now you're going back into contemporary, and you're starting tap. And I just think that that, like, so fits your personality because you are so full of energy, and I think you're going to be so good at it. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah? Why are you excited for it? Um, I know that I'm going to have some friends in that class. Like Molly, and um, I'm gonna. I feel like it'll suit me, and I'll just. I feel like I'll just be in my happy place. Yeah, and we get to get you tap shoes. It's gonna be so fun. I think you're gonna be tapping all over the house. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna be so fun. I think you're gonna really catch on really quickly to that skill because you have a knack for dance. And for just, like, being really good at that kind of thing, I think it's going to be so, like, just come so easily for you. Yeah. Do you have any goals for this year with school or dance or at home or anything like that? Um, this year, I just really want to be, like, like set on school and the things that I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Like, all my goals. Like, what kinds of goals? Well... Mostly school and getting good grades. Mm-hmm. But also I want to be nice to my friends a lot. And you're very good at that. That comes very naturally to you, which I love about you. You've got such good character. But we've talked about our after-school routines and our mm-hmm. before-bed routines and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And how do you think like that's going to be for you this year? What kinds of things are you wanting to get done in those routines? I think it will take a... a quite a bit to get used to it mm-hmm. but then after all of that and I get used to it I think it'll be fine yeah because we just aren't in those same routines during the summer huh yeah yeah but in the back to school year you're like getting your homework done and making sure we're making lunches and filling water bottles and packing backpacks and all that kind of stuff again yeah I'm like also those goals I really want to get done like I want to I want to come home and, like, like clean out my lunchbox and then put it somewhere and then go upstairs and do my homework. Yeah. Just kind of, like, get all that stuff out of the way so then we can enjoy our evening. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like a great plan. I'm so excited for this year. I think you're going to do a great job. I'm so excited to see how you, like, learn and grow and change and get even taller than you already are. <laughs> You're like, Amazon lady, you're so tall. But I think it's going to be such a great year. I'm so excited. Same. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, that is it for this week's episode. You guys, we are about to step into a string of interview weeks where we have got some really fun people coming on the podcast. I am so excited for what is coming. I've already recorded a lot of the interviews that are happening the rest of this month and into September. So we've got Jamie Nato, Brie McCoy, Ruth Cho Simons. We've got Kayla Craig. We've got Carrie Blair, who is a stylist. So we're going to be talking all about how to like figure out what your own style is and figure out what you want your wardrobe to look like and how you want to show up in the world. It was a really fun conversation. So many things coming over the next few weeks. So you're not going to want to miss a single episode. Tell your friends about them. It's going to be a really good time. And next week is Jamie Nato's episode. So you're not going to want to miss that. You can find the show notes for this episode if you head over to mckenziecoppacom slash podcast. You can find all of the episodes 
there, all of the good things that we talk about. I'm also working on beefing up my link in bio on Instagram. So you guys have been asking me a lot of questions about where to find certain products and all of that kind of thing that I mentioned. And I'm working really hard along with all the other things that I'm doing to update my link in bio and also hopefully the page on the website that will have all of my favorites and the things that we love using along with all of the discount codes and that sort of thing. So be sure to look there if you're ever wanting to buy any of the products or things that we talk about. Those are the resources where you can find them, but you can also always shoot me a DM and I can help you find a link for whatever it is you are looking for. And finally, just before I go, I want to make sure I mention the podcasting masterclass, which will be three hours live on August 23rd. I would love to see you there from 9 a.m. Pacific to noon. We are going to go over all the podcasting things. You can ask your questions. It's going to be a very robust training time, and I would love to have you be a part of it. If you've ever been curious about podcasting, if you've ever thought that is something that you might want to do, I am going to lay it all out on the table for you so that you can get started or even just, you know, start exploring it more if that's something that you're into. So go over to mckenziecoppacom slash podcast masterclass and I will get you hooked up. All right. Until next week, ladies, go be bold and gracious.